all is flat, and uh, I am joined again by my good friend, Mean Gene Gallucci from uh, Nola, Italy, which is on the outskirts of Naples, uh, and he is, of course, our number one uh, Napoli fan, Napoli correspondent, uh, on ground zero of, of the new Rafa Benitez project at... Uh, at the uh, uh, what are what are the ground the the um the, the training grounds called it in in uh Ascalfo Turno. Ah, there you go. I'm not going to even try to attempt that. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, give us a you know, last time we 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 dedicated the entire podcast to 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 uh, Benitez's project, and we talked. Right, about exactly. I'm I'm not going to say let's not know, talk about it because you know. As much as we can. No, let's let's cover all of Serie A. But what I'm saying is, you know, let's not let's not neglect the fact that we've got someone who's got an in, uh, not just an in. You, you're you've got uh, all kinds of. You're like the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> you got all eight all eight fingers, all eight legs. Yeah, all eight, in, all eight inside the the the, uh, the the organization. You you. Knowing you, Gene, I think you, you've got you've got the the big bat the the red bat phone to to uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've got the big bat phone to to uh to uh the the big head boss man uh, De Laurentiis's uh, office, don't you? <laughs> no, quite honestly, no joke. I do have his phone number. I just haven't used it yet. See, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We have an in. We have an in. Tell him that I want to, that, that I really want need to see his his because uh, Dino is his is his uh, Dino De Laurentiis is his uncle right yeah was yeah, yeah. he was his uncle yeah Dino Dino's long gone but Dino yeah, yeah, Dino I, when I was a kid I always wanted to 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 see that big huge King Kong uh, uh, um, puppet that that they used for the 1976 King Kong movie. You know what I mean? And I've always wanted to see that thing. So uh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. enough of of, of of dumb 70s movies. Let's go yeah. straight to Serie A. Let's so what, so tell us, Gene, what what do you, what's going on with with first Napoli and then we'll we'll get into into Serie A. Anything any any new news about what's going on um in uh, in Naples? Okay, in Napoli here there are two big new uh, pieces of, of possibly what could be considered news. Apparently, what's happened over the last 48 to 72 hours is that Juventus have agreed to accept Napoli's 12 million euro offer for Alessandro Matri. Oh, okay. Okay, now the Sturtel thing that I told you about last week is still going on. As a backup to that, they have, they've been thinking about a story from Cagliari. Okay. okay. And Benitez, Rafa being the, as I always call him, rather than the coach, I like to call him the professor because that's what he is. Il professore. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, is, See, my, my my Italian's getting a little bit better, Gene. Yeah, I know, absolutely. Well, it should. You've been hanging out with us for a long enough time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, really, honestly, he's he's pushing for Mascherano. 
from oh, Yeah, I've, I have heard that on my front, too. Uh, I think... Uh, uh, and that's that's uh, who he really wants to play defense. Now, okay, here's the interesting concept. They, we were talking, we spoke about Carnivaro and how bad he looked in the game against... Um, in the game against Arsenal. Uh, excuse me, I've got some some stuff going on in here. No problem. Uh, but we talked about that with Arsenal uh, in the game against Arsenal. And now lately, over the last three or four days, there's been rumors going around, and actually it's not a rumor, Manchester City made an offer to bring him to England. Okay, so... Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with Cannavaro as far as it's concerned. Right. What I can tell you is, he already has Albiol. If he brings in Mascherano and any other of the, of the defenders that they've been talking about, which the latest name, which came out just yesterday, okay, but he's more of a midfielder than a defender, is Luis Gustavo from Bayern Munich. From Bayern Munich, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's yeah, more. He's, than... he's wanted. No, but he's he's more wanted. He's wanted by a lot of a, a lot right. of clubs. I know Arsenal want one right. too. But and, the yeah. point is, it's not as agreed with Bayern on the eighteen million. Now it's a yeah. matter of. It might be get... easier. It might quite honestly be, be easier to get to get Mascherano from from. Uh, oh, I would doubt from, it. I would, yeah. and it probably would cost a little less. Well, the the fact is that um, I, I don't know if if uh, if new coach Tata Martino Gerardo Martino um, of of uh, Barca is gonna is going to want to to keep Mascherano as um, as a defender. You know, Mascherano plays as a as a as a as a deep holding midfielder uh, for for right. Argentina. So I think he wants. I think he would prefer to 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 be that player again. Uh, uh-huh. If he's gonna, if he's preparing for that role in in next year's World World Cup in in, in Brazil, I think right. he's he's probably gonna want to do that role in for for his club, mm-hmm. and it, it might be easier for him to to just you know, I don't think he's gonna be a full time starter, you know, considering the fact that 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 Sergio Busquets okay. is has that that role kind of cemented, mm-hmm. um, and so I I think going to to be, I don't no, see that rumor. Player. I don't see that rumor as as a as a complete uh, um, fairy tale as as most of these rumors usually. And that's and that okay. If that would happen, which like I said, uh, Rafa's been pushing for it. If that were to happen, I think that with Albiol and Mascherano here, Cannavaro would have very little chance of seeing the field. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, and and Cannavaro's not not the, I mean he is he is the younger brother of of. Uh, yeah, but he's already thirty two himself. Yeah, but he's thirty two himself, so you're right. Um, no, it, it, he's he's the captain, right? He he's been yeah, the captain, yeah, right? Well, okay. So th- th- that kind so of he's the captain if he starts the game. If he doesn't start the game, he can't be the captain. At that right. point, the captaincy goes to Mara Kamsi. Right. <clears throat> and he's a young he's a young guy too, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I think yeah. I I gotta tell you, I I am I'm really looking forward to this. I'm really excited about the new Serie A season. I haven't been for a while. Uh, uh, I understand. No, yeah, I've been co- you know we've been covering other things here on the on the ball is flat. 
But considering it's it's not just that that, that Rafa's there, but but Juventus is is has turned turned their their fortunes around. Hey, by the way, everyone wants to know what huh? Juventus beat themselves yesterday. <laughs> Four to one. We'll go in, no, we'll go into that. Uh, but what I'm saying as as a overall, you know, with Serie A, you you want to see what what you know what depths the Milan teams are going to sink to this mm-hmm. year. I think they yeah. are. And, I, I and there's some Milan, because Milan still has Allegri and they still have Balotelli, whose birthday it is today, by the yeah. way. Okay, well, you know what? Let's let's give him a let's send him a a, a, a happy birthday because oh, Mario is Mario is one of my favorite players. Mario turns 23 today. It's unbelievable. It, is is it unbelievable? You think this guy's been around for like 10 years now? Yeah, no, it, it, it it's actually been five going on six. But he's only 23 today. That's it's it. Amazing! It's amazing that this really is, is still not considering all, considering all the places he's been and all the things he's won already. Champions League, Scudetti, a, a, a Premier League in England. That um, you know, he won. Uh, I believe they won an FA Cup. Did they not? While he was there. No, this guy and this guy is still not in his prime. And he's, he's a kid, four years yeah. away from his prime. We so, you know, happy birthday to Mario. Happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to Mario. Uh, I, you know, even as a Napoli fan, I'll send him a happy birthday because he deserves it. Oh, well, he's an Azzurri. He's a member well, yeah. of the Azzurri. So it's, yeah. See, that's the thing, too. And again, the Azzurri this week has this game against um, Argentina. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's on Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. Which will be a very interesting game, which was organized in honor of Pope Francis, of all yeah. people. Yep. Uh, who happens to be a the Argentinian? Lives there, but but uh, he, he yeah. is a huge soccer fan. Yeah, he is. He's. I think he. he yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, he's he's got a, a membership to to uh, I forget yeah. which Argentinian club he's. Yeah. He, yeah so you know, yeah, he's uh, he's the people's he's the people's pope. He's he's the soccer. He came from. Um, he's the football pope. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. He anyway. He was. He's a uh, fan club member. You know, one of the, one of the supporters of the club that Lavezzi came from. Which I can't think of right away now, right offhand. I don't remember. If, no, I don't think it was Rosario Central. Um, where did Lavezzi come from? Is it Newell's? He, is, is it Newell's? No, what, it's not Newell's old boys either. I can't remember which one it was, but I know he's a big supporter of them. And it's, it, yeah, you know, I, I'm not a I'm not an Argentinian league it, correspondent, it, it, so I I have to I have to kind of yeah. But let's you know what let's let's go through through uh, through these really quickly. Let's let's tell tell me what's going on with with Juventus. I mean, everyone is saying that that. Um, okay, I'll just I'll only going to make one statement about Juventus. They played four games in the United States. Okay, against. And correct me if I'm wrong. Everton, Chelsea, Juventus, and uh, 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 Everton, Chelsea, Inter, and I forget who the fourth team was. But they gave up ten goals and only scored once. Yeah, they're they're I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm confused. That was Inter. I'm sorry. I, I I'm a little bit off that. But anyway, enough said that Juventus didn't win any games either. The best that they did was the 1-1 tie with Inter, 
that they basically lost on penalty kicks afterwards. Okay, now people are going to say it's only August, you never know, this, that. I'm not even concerned with their play in the preseason because preseason is just that. It's preseason. It's getting ready. It really counts. But if I'm a Juventus fan, I'm legitimately worried. And I'll tell you why. Okay? Because Llorente has yeah. proven mean nothing. Okay? No. Tevez scored his first goal yesterday, and he scored it against the other half of his own team. So what does that mean? Yeah. You know, um, they've got... Yeah, against, against their, their is, was it their B squad or their C squad, something yeah, like that? It was UAA against UAB, yeah. basically. And UAA obviously won 4-1. to one. I mean, God forbid, if, if I'm a Juventus fan, I'm looking at this and going to myself, God forbid something happens to either Pirlo or Vidal. Because the rest of that team, okay, as far as putting the ball in the net, which is the way you win games, yeah. is nothing. No, I mean, I'm, I'm being totally serious. And no, now, I agree with you. No, uh, uh, Fernando Llorente has has uh, has really disappointed. And so well, now, I really know. have to tell you, you know, really have to tell you that this was a problem um, caused entirely by what happened last year. Okay, he he's he's a much better player than 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 what he's. I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. I don't doubt it at all. No, but when when you are on a contract holdout for the entire year, and uh-huh. and, and, and you play as little games, uh, little match, as few matches as what as did he play? did. Three games all year No, he played more than that. He played a ha- you know more than a handful. He played half the games, but you know this is a guy who, who would come in. Like you know, with with ten fifteen minutes left in the game, he was a last minute. You know, um, for much of the year, he was on a contract holdout, trying to trying to kind of push himself out. Right. Of, uh, you know, he he uh, had problems with with um, with Bielsa, the, the uh-huh. coach. So I, I I tended to think going into this year that he would have problems adjusting to Serie A anyway. But he was going to be out of shape. There's no question well, about it. Because okay. he, he wasn't in shape last year. It's enough you know? said. Okay, and now keep this in mind. Antonio uh-huh. Conte has already said that his starting forwards are going to be Tevez and Vucinic. I don't doubt it. No, I don't either. And that's why... Uh, Marotta turned around and basically agreed to sell Macri to Napoli, provided Macri agrees with the terms of his contract, which he asked for the same two and a half million that he was getting from Juventus and Napoli said, of course, you know, so by the time they, it should be sometime. It, it, it may not happen now because of, you know, because, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be, it's going to take, you're into a good four to six weeks to really get in shape, you know. 
No, but they're gonna get rid. They're gonna get rid of Moxley anyway within the next couple of days. It's already. It's already. It's all over every single newspaper here. Uh, they're gonna need. They're gonna really need to 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 get him on some kind of weight training program or, or long term fitness program because he's he's just not. He he lost basically half a year. And, and, and quite honestly. I'm not impressed by what I've seen from Tevez either. Well, Tevez has always had those kind of issues too. It surprised me that they went for two guys who have had these kind of personality clashes with their coaches. And Conte, it does not seem – Conte is not the kind of coach like – Oh, like Ancelotti is, who, who's kind of a player's coach. He kind of lets them be be who right. they are. Conte is not that kind of, of no, a coach. No, he's not. No, he's not. He doesn't take any crap from anyone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I, is, but what I heard from Tevez himself, okay, if I were a Juventus fan, I'd be scared out of my pants, quite honestly. And the reason why I say that is he quoted as saying, okay, I'm tired already. They're working me too hard here. Yeah. I haven't had this kind of training in years. That's his quote. If he's tired and hungry, can you imagine what it's going to be like when he has to come and start playing real games when people are being agonistic? No. What does that say? I mean, what does it tell you? No, it it, it tells me that that, that uh, it, it tells me that. The expectations at Juventus are, are far higher than any other place where he's been. Possible. Awesome. And that's—I mean—that's uh, you know whether you whether you agree, agree with that or not. I, I just I just think it is. You know, Juventus no, is Juventus, and and and, uh, and they've always uh, been that way. The problem. And, you know, if you think you you're, you're going to go in there and just kind of cruise cruise to to a starting uh, uh, you know uh, a starting place, that, that's not going to happen. No. Not at Juventus. No. But the problem to, from Tevez's end is I don't think he can handle those expectations. Quite honestly. Because he never had them at Manchester. He's never had to. He's never been, you know, he's never been at, at um, maybe to a certain extent at Manchester United. But even at Manchester United, they, they never expected him. Yeah, expected I at Man, at Man U. At Man City, he had Dzeko, he had Balotelli, he had a whole bunch of other people in front of him, or, or alongside him at the very least. Here, they've turned him into you know, the next coming of Del Piro, for God's sake. That's not going to work. That's not going to happen. No, no, it's not. It, n not, not, uh, not at Juventus. I mean, if he had gone, if he had gone anywhere else, it might have been, you know, they, they, they might have. Uh, expected or, or kind of let him adjust to the, the culture, the language, you know, even though, you know, say yeah. this. Okay. But, but, but not at for him to have gone if he was hell-bent on coming to Italy would have been me. Yeah, but Juventus, look, Juventus is, right now, they're at the point, what are their expectations this year? Their expectations are to go really far into the Champions League. It's not yeah, just okay. They're they're they're, they're, they're going to want to get a they're, they're going to want to get another scudetto for 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 the for the uh, for, 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 for the mantelpiece. They have that. So 
No, they, they, they want to go deep into the Champions League and really challenge, and, and that's why they spent the money that they did on, on Llorente and, 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 uh, and, uh, and Tevitz. And you do a balance by the time August, or not, I'm sorry, September 2nd, because now that's the day that the, the transfer window closes, because the 31st of August is on the weekend. By the time you do a balance of what Juventus has done, who they've acquired and who they've gotten rid of, I'm going to tell you that the, the, the weight of the scale is going to be more balanced towards who they've gotten rid of, because by the time they get rid of, and they're going to get rid of two attackers. Now, the two attackers are going to be Montre and probably Quirello, assuming that they can get quite, they can convince Quirello to go to England, because... Um, I heard Quirello was was on the, uh, on someone's radar in, in Spain, believe it or not. Yeah, no, I could believe that too, but what I'm saying is, they've already gotten rid of Zaccarini, Okay, which I think they're going to be sorry that they did. They sent him to Sunderland. Yeah. The Premier League. They're going to get rid of Matri. Matri's coming down here, so he's going to be a direct challenge to them for the Scudetto that they're wearing on their shirt. It, okay. It's odd that, that they would that they would send somebody, you know, to, to, to bolster or strengthen Napoli. You know what I mean? Once again, you know, he, to, to them, Matri is just... We have to aim to do what? No, I, I I agree. I, I you know not, Juventus not, is Juventus. See, the thing is, Juventus has always been this way. You know what? Um, we're bigger than anyone, so who right. cares who who, who we strengthen? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, even John Elkin said it yesterday. He said, "You guys have the right to think you can win the first so that they're in the third Scudetto in a row." Notwithstanding the fact that it hasn't happened in eighty years. In the last time Juventus won as many as three, and at that time they won five, was from 1930 to 1935. So that's 80 years ago, basically. Yeah. Since the last, that's that's the last time they've won more than two in a row. So what makes me think that something's going to happen this year that hasn't happened in 83 years? You know? Yeah. I don't see it, and it's not because Napoli has to be the or happens to be the biggest challenge. Now, no, there are a lot of there are a lot of clubs in Italy that that are, that are strengthening themselves. It's not just it's not just a you know a three team race like it's been over the last ten no, years. No, no, you know? no. And here's another thing that I don't know whether too many of you are aware of yet, because it just happened in the last couple of days. Um, everybody and I heard and I'm bringing it up because I heard you talking with Hannah on the podcast that you guys did last week. And she was saying to ask me about how I think the Gomez-Rossi thing would work out. Well, to be quite honest, at this point in time, that's Fiorentina's least problem. And the reason why I say that, Fiorentina now is in desperate need, and I'm talking desperate need, of a goalkeeper. And the reason why I say that is because Neto, who they were counting on, to be their number one because obviously they can't afford I mean if Napoli didn't want to pay Julio Cesar, it's obvious Fiorentina's not going to either. Okay? But now Well it's a, it's because of the it's because of the wages problem with with, with that, Yeah, exactly. It's they, the, 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 the the problem with, with QPR is what I was listening to the other day. They were saying They've been trying to slash their wage bill. They're trying to get rid of these players, 
Right. But they're they're on such high wages for a for a second tier, you know, second uh, uh, second division club that no, it's not that they can't handle the the, the, the owners are, are, are have have tons of money. The the, the owners and quite honestly, are. the same but, kind of situation is happening with Anji in, yeah. in Russia. Yeah. Because the seat has gotten tired. He said, I have spent all this money, and the best I ever did was a third place in the three years I've been here, and it's not even enough to get me into Champions League. Yeah, and, so and, and, and now, when these players are three or four years older, you know, than when they started yeah. investing in them, you know, now they can't get rid of them because they're on too high wages. So that, that, that's, right. the with, that's the problem with, with, with Julio Cesar, you See, know. And here's why I bring up Fiorentina, because now at this point, with the the injury to Neto, they have no goalkeeper. Yeah. Then that's empty. There's nobody there. So I don't care how many goals that Gomez or Rossi or both of them can buy and can score. You're still going to lose if you don't have somebody that can stop them. Yeah. There's some good goalkeepers out there right now. I mean, I know that Espanyol... My club, um, yeah. are they're 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 really considering getting rid of of, of their their goalkeeper. The guy who used to be our goalkeeper, Christian Alvarez, is actually um, he's back in Argentina, and and that's a guy uh-huh. that that, that uh, he had been starting over the last three four years. So I know he'd been wanting to get a big big contract, but he he's a decent keeper. He's Argentinian. He's got a he's got a, a, a European. Uh, a passport. Um, I will tell you. So I, I think you know if, if if someone's not you know knocking on that door, um, mm-hmm. I don't know what people are talking about. I know uh, the, I know I'll he can do the job. And I I can tell you this from watching and paying attention every week. All right, of the Argentinian goalies. Now remember, I'm talking about Argentina here. Now Romero is their starter. Yeah. He's at Sampdoria. The guy, if I was going to go after an Argentinian goalie, the guy I would be going after is Mariano Andrew or out of Catania. Yeah. He's a good goalie. No, there was a time when, when Argentinian goalies, you know, were, were kind of looked down upon. I think this this, yeah, no, this I, crop, I, the last five, ten years, you know, they've, they've been producing some decent goalies. So, so yeah, I think, no, uh, yeah. Well, you know, no, they're keeping his... Their their problem is that they haven't been producing enough uh, enough wide d- defenders, you know, like fullbacks and leftbacks. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. last guy. That, uh, well, yeah. that's that's Brazil's specialty. Yeah, yeah. See Thiago Silva. See the southern, you know. Yeah. Okay, so so what do you think about the you know? So you don't think Fiorentina, even though they've they've kind of strengthened themselves, you don't think they're 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 going to be there. I can um, see some challenging. For Europe, okay. What what other what other um, besides you know the ones we've been talking about? We can leave Inter and, and Milan for you know for for the last because I think that's that's a soap opera in and of itself. But what what other club do you do you think is going to be in that you know that um, challenging for the European slots? Okay. In, in Italy. Talking, Besides Fiorentina, uh, right. which we've talked let's, about. Let's ask this. Are we talking about European slots, meaning Europa League, or are we just yeah, talking no, no. about that, that, that last... Prelims and 
Well, you're you're the league and Champions League, but that because you know that, that's kind of okay. that's kind of in there. Besides the Milan clubs, which which may not even do that this year. Okay. If you're going to ask me who the third team is going to be that's going to play the prelims in Champions League, my guess right now is going to be Roma. Roma? Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, honestly. Okay, because well, I, 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 I haven't expected him. I can see Milan finishing second, and I can see Roma and Juventus battling it out for third with Roma beating them out because I, I, I just happen to like Roma. I like the way he put his team together. I really do. Okay, um, but no, I don't. I, and I see. Oh, I'll, I'll take that. Just, I don't know if they're going to make it or not without having to go through Greenland. Uh On the Europa League side, I'm going to. I'm, here's my dark horse for Europa League: is Catania. Huh. I like them. I I just do. They've got a now. Okay, granted. If they get rid of Bergesio and some of the other guys that they're thinking about getting rid of, then, you know, that goes out the window. But, you know, that's, that's, that to me would be a good job. See, because I see, all right, well, I can see, if I were to give you a, a, a grid of, say, the top six or seven teams in, in, in Serie A this year, I would, I would go like this. I would go Napoli 1. Uh, Fiorentina to Juventus, either three or four, Milan, or Roma, either three or four, um, say Milan five, say possibly somebody like Catania six. Huh. That would okay. be what I would say. Okay. I don't think Inter is going to come close to being in Europe. I, I, you know, they're going to take a while to, to, to get used to Mazzari, right? Say to me, well, how could you say that? You know what Mazzari did with Napoli, especially since your wife has been so close. I just don't think that the talent level of Inter is anywhere near. No, and it's not the same ownership uh, group no. either. They, they're not. They're not going to have that same kind of connection. I, I don't you know. Think, yeah, I don't. And my, I think that if Eric Tohir, who's the magnate from America, who owns He's actually from in, born in Indonesia, but raised in, in the United States. He owns the 76ers. He owns DC United. You know, he's going to bring when he does come, and he will. He's going to bring his own people. Mazzari's yeah, going to yeah. be out of a job by Christmas. going to be out of a job by Christmas because Tohir has already said, "I don't like the man. I just don't. I, you know." If I come over and I'm taking over that club, he's not going to coach for me because I don't like him. Yeah, so I mean, uh, they, they're going to be looking for their own people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's you know, you know I mean, Matsari was Matsari was was hired by, by uh, Morati, so so that, that's that's going to change. There's a big thing I going on. With the, the near, the no, it's up in the, it's up in the air. It's it's going to change. Whenever a new ownership group comes in, you know. That things are not going to last. Look what happened at Liverpool with 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 the uh, with with the Boston uh, ownership group that that, that took took over. They're bringing their own people. Yeah, and it's and it's it's their prerogative. And and but, but the the enter you're going to see next year when, when we have this conversation, uh, it's not going to be the same enter that that uh, that 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 we see now. So uh, it's up and down. I I don't think they're going to challenge at all. I, I think they're they're going to. They're going to struggle. And, and like you said. I, I, just, I just gave you my top six. And, yeah. and to me, it's a battle 
for that third slot because I see Fiorentina behind Napoli. That, those are the two teams I can see making Champions League direct. And I know, you know, Juventus fans are going to look at me and go, wait a minute, we're stronger than everybody. And yeah, but it's, it, they're going to look at you and go, oh, he's a Napoli fan. Of course he's going to pick us fourth. No, no, well... <laughs> Yeah, I, but again, I'm I'm trying to be as objective as I can now. No, I, I think no, I think you're right. I think I, that they're, I they're they're looking for. I think they're looking I for. Think for uh, go down the tubes because if they don't have a goaltender, none of that's going to happen. Yeah, no, but but I, 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 I really have to tell you, Gene, that that even I'm not I I don't have a dog in the fight, right? So I, I'm not, you know, right. I'm looking at this as as a as as a neutral, and I'm looking at and seeing that. What what De Laurentiis and, and, and Benitez are, are, are planning, you know, at, at at Napoli right now, you know, I know this is turning out to be a Napoli love fest, but I I think that they have a very good shot at at winning the whole thing, and they didn't have they they were close last year, so it, it's not. And that's the thing. That's the thing. When you yeah. start with a base that finished second. Yeah. And in all actuality, we're only nine points in back of Juventus. Now, somebody could say, well, nine points is still nine points. Okay? Which it is. But think about it. Napoli basically lost their own Scudetto last year because if I'm out of Turin with a tie, which they were playing. Juve got off the rails really, really quickly last year. If I remember, they they went they they plowed through I don't remember how how many uh, yeah, no, they weeks went, in a they, row and they they just kind okay. of until we got they coasted. Uh uh-huh. Until we got to Turin, which was the eighth week. When we got to Turin to go play Juventus at Juventus Stadium, the the the, the standings were even. We had twenty points apiece. Then they beat us. They beat us by scoring two goals in the last ten minutes with the two substitutions, Pogba. And Kacharis scored the two goals in the last 10 minutes because the Juventus team that Conte had put out there to start wasn't doing anything. And idiot Mazzari, pardon me, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't say that. Okay. He can say he's not, he's not, he's an no, intern manager no, right now. I, mean, I don't want to insult people. It's not, it's not of my ilk to insult No, them. I know, I know. You're a gentleman. Okay. You're but an officer and a gentleman. What I'm team. trying to say is, he made the mistake in that he went up to Turin thinking, if I get out of there tied, you know, with a, with a 0 0 tie, which is what he was playing for, and, you know, for 80 minutes of that game, it worked. Okay, because up until the 81st minute, that game was tied at 0. If they walk out of there with a tie, They've got a huge advantage over Juventus. But Juventus scored the two goals in the last 10 minutes, won the game, and the rest yeah, is and history. It, yeah, and it took them a now, while to get back. I can now. say the rest is history. But I now have to think about the other games that Napoli had won and blew points on. Uh. One comes to mind against Torino when it was one to nothing on the goal by Cavani until like the... 87th or 88th minute, and Veronica gives up the ball, okay, to Sansone, the Torino attacker. He's left by himself with the ball. I mean, you couldn't have put it on his foot any better. 
you know, taking it with your hand and putting this foot any better, and then he beats the Santos and instead ended up winning one nothing. We tied the game one one. So that's two points that we blow. Okay. Against Bologna at home, well, the Carnivaro stuff was going on with the suspension. Okay? We're up one nothing. Nate IS one one. We go up two to one in the eighty ninth minute. Don't you think Bologna scores two goals in the last two the last three minutes of extra time and beats us three to two? Yeah. So here you go from there's another three points that we would have had where we didn't get any. So there's five of the nine already. If you take the loss in Turin and turn that into a tie, there's seven of your nine. You know, so the, the, the difference wasn't that much. No. Now, as I said, you know, regardless of what Juventus fans are going to say to me, I think Fiorentina to be a big challenge. Now, that goes out the window if they don't get a goal. Yeah. That's yeah. No, but they, they, they'll be able to – they're not going to get a, a top-flight goalkeeper right now for, for the money they're going to spend. But they, they, there, there's some, you know, like I said, there, there, there's some goalkeepers around uh, that they can, that they can get. Yeah. But I still do like Roma. I no. really do. Like no, they're, they're building something interesting there. They have some, they have some good talent. Um, I, yeah, I, I think they're going to be okay. By um, the way, <laughs> nothing personal here, but I was wondering if uh, Rudy Garcia might be your cousin. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Not that I know. There are a lot of Garcias in the world, Gene. I know. <laughs> But he's, you know, he's originally from Spain, but he speaks more French than Spanish, from what yeah. I understand. No, I maybe <laughs> I don't know. I got a big family. You yeah, know? well, so it, it, yeah. like you said, there were a lot of them, but you know, there are a lot of. I got no, and I'm, me personally, I've got a lot. Of, I got a lot of family <laughs> on both yeah. sides, the Garcias and the Lopez's. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I no, I don't think so. I mean, I, I'd love to have a. a yeah, cousin who's, who's, <laughs> who I could get in contact with and bring no, up the podcast. Honestly, quite honestly, yeah. when I saw Garcia, the first thing that came to my mind was, I wonder if he's related to Armando. <laughs> well, let, you know what? Let's just say, say, you know what? Maybe I could, maybe I could pretend and just and just you can uh, claim it. <laughs> claim it. Hey, Rudy, <laughs> where's it? How are yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. Jordan. No, you know, it's like I said. Can you come on with us. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Cause. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think? You know what? Um, uh, the Milan, Milan's something. You know, the, the, I don't know how to put my wrap my head around what's happening with Milan. Um, if you want to switch to that, okay. Uh, or let's, maybe I can talk to Anna about that when when we when we have let's our fight. Uh, Milan, Milan to me is an easy. It's an interesting case, but it's also an easy case. Okay. It's an interesting case because we know where they start from. Alright, they start from Balotelli. They start from being, you know, notwithstanding the horrible start that they had last year, they finished in third place. Okay, which I thought was a miracle in itself. But then again, you're talking to Milan, so there's nothing, you know, nothing that you can say that's bad about it. I think that they have a problem. Their problem has nothing to do with what's on the field. It has to do with what's going on off the field. Absolutely, yeah. From from the the, the from the top echelons of of that club exactly. all the way down to to the field to, to the coach to the manager. 
is because Galliani, who I affectionately refer to, as I said in my article, I affectionately <laughs> refer to him as Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester, we, yeah, we've been. <laughs> okay. um, he unequivocally and notwithstanding anything says, I can't buy unless I sell. Now, for the administrative delegator to say that, that tells me that there's something going on in the upper echelon that doesn't drive with being able to run a soccer team. Because if you can't buy unless you've sold, you don't belong being where you are, in my opinion. Now, that's a statement on Berlusconi, because Berlusconi's got enough of his own problems himself. All right, but if he can't buy talent, like as selling? I was saying in last week's podcast, which, by the way, I did listen to, okay, they want Honda. All right, I hate to tell you this. The only Honda he's going to be able to buy is a motorcycle. <laughs> Quite honestly. I mean, and, and to make matters worse, and again, this is just recent like yesterday recently, okay, he's also gotten the CSAA president so angry with him, all right, because they pushed so much that the CSAA president said to him yesterday, I don't care if I could give them to you now, I don't care if you give me 10 million euro for him now. I'm not giving him to you. He can come to you when he's done here. Yeah. So now, Milan, who needs another attacker desperately, even though basically Balotelli's turned into what Ibrahimovic is, the sun around which the planets revolve, okay, um... Notwithstanding, Milan absolutely, as Hannah said, because she knows what she's talking about. They need another attacker because is out with the injury. El Shirawi is useless without, with Balotelli on the field because he's intimidated by him, as, as great a talent as El Shirawi is. Okay, they need another attacker, and they can't go get it now because, you know, they pushed so hard that the guy at CSKA said, you know what, now you're going to wait until January 1st. And I don't care that by the time it gets to January 1st, you've played 18 games already of your season. That doesn't bother me. Because I don't need the money. I don't have to sell the man. No, they don't. They they, they don't have to sell the guy. Um, What do you think... um, I, do you think that that uh, that they're going to be able to to write? I mean, is is Allegri going to going to last past well, past? Let's put it this way. Because I know okay. he he was there, there was a time as, as early this this summer where they they absolutely said he's not coming back, and and then all oh, of a sudden he you know he did come back. Hold up one second. Hold he my passed. horses. Hold that's, your horses, Mondo. That's, that's partially true. <laughs> But you need to remember something. The people who said he wasn't coming back were basically journalists. And we know that Allegri and Berlusconi don't exactly get along. Yeah. Berlusconi has been been the the secret uh, uh, manager for the last 20 years. So it's that. Well, okay. He used to tell tell Saki what to do. 
That's what people think. A Berlusconi, yes, he's the owner, but for all intents and purposes, who runs that club is Uncle Fester. Yeah, no. They, they, they out. You're right, you're right. Okay, now, I will say this, as I've said, Allegri and Berlusconi don't get along. But, Allegri's biggest ally at Milan is Galliani. Galliani. Now, the one thing that you have to say about Allegri, whether he wins or loses this season, no matter what happens, he's gone. Because his contract's up. And they're not going to renew him. Yeah. They're going to bring in Clarence Sadoff more than likely to be the coach in Milan next year. And if it's not Sadoff, it'll be Van Basten. Well, I, I hope it's I hope it's it's someone who, who who at least has a kind of connection to Milan, you know. Well, that it will be because that's the way Silvio works. Yeah. You know that it will be. He's definitely. And, I'd rather have know, Van Basten than than, than Sador, if, You know. Quite honestly, there's nothing that's telling me that Gattuso coaching at Palermo isn't being groomed for the Milan job at some yeah, eventual. Because Gattuso is coaching Palermo and Serie B this year. Yeah. That's the, and he's just off the field. He's just retired. Yeah. No, I, I'd love to see Gattuso there. You know, out of all of them, I think he's the one who's who's got the most fire and and you know. Oh, absolutely. Passions. Yeah. But uh, whether he's whether he's smart enough to to, to do so, it's it's a, you know, he's going to have to prove it out. You know, in Serie B. Um, just be- before we, we we cut off here, Gene, let's you know, let, let's talk about the the three clubs that 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 were um, that were promoted this year, because uh, I know that everyone knows what you know what what uh, do, do do you have any uh, any um, kind of idea about what some of these? Are? I mean, of course I know Livorno, right? You know, I've okay. seen them. I've seen them in, in Serie B, in Serie A before. Uh, I know Verona because I read read that that really hilarious uh, you know a season with Verona that that Tim Parks did um, yeah. a while back, uh, but I I don't know. Sassuolo is Sassuolo. a brand club for Serie A. They are near Modena. Now Modena is known for two things. Modena is known for Luciano Pavarotti. Okay. And Modena is known for Panini, which are the so, you know soccer cards. Yeah. They're the guys that print the figurines and all that stuff. Yeah. That's all Modena. That's what Modena is known for. Now Sassuolo, as I say, this is going to be their first ever experience in Serie A. And it's so. so cool. I don't know what to tell you about them. They're they're the most incognitive. Verona has missed. Serie A for the last 11 seasons. Now, they've made a couple of nice acquisitions. Luca Toni's there. Really? Luca Toni was picked up. And Him in his wheelchair? Up. They're, they're, they're going to be... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's interesting. Okay. All right. I like, no, I was, I think, quite honestly, I was very surprised about it myself. Because, as I said, of all places where he could have gone, yeah, I'm just surprised that he's still playing. That's you know. Well, I, I could say the same thing about Marco Borrello, but that's no, that really, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all, that's all. I, I, because that's look, that's another. Look, I I still look, I still think that uh, 
you know, that, then I'm going to turn around, open my eyes, and Bobo Vieri is going to be still still <laughs> limping around the field. So it's not, it's not. Uh, hey, it's not, uh, which, the new kid that plays in Milan, there, the, the, the 19-year-old that they just signed. Yeah. Or that just come up from there. Everybody's saying that he's a clone for Vieri. Really? I, I need now, to see that. Yeah. Cause, Vieri, you know, as as much as is as people, you know, downgrade Vieri, he was one of my favorite players growing up. So yeah. Uh, but I'm saying is this new kid, this little 19 year old, that that obviously has convinced Allegri that they didn't have to go out and get anybody else to put next to and or to wait for Pazzini, to be more accurate. They're going to use this kid, and everybody's saying he's a clone for for Vieri. Oh, interesting. Do you think hey, any one of these? Do you think any one of these these three that 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 have that have been promoted, Sassuolo, uh, you know, Verona and uh, and Livorno, are, are they going to stay up? Do you think any one of any one of them has a, has a chance? That's an interesting question, and I'll tell you why it's an interesting question. Because I don't like what Jenna was doing. Okay, so you think? I think one of the three of them. And I'm not going to tell you which one, but I'll tell you that I don't think it's going to be Sassuolo, and it probably won't be Livorno. But Verona's right. probably, probably going to, okay, all right. I think it's going to stay up, or at least has the best chance. Yeah. Uh, I don't like what Genoa's doing. I really don't. I mean, I know Preziosi tries, he tries every year, he changes everything every year, and that's part of his problem. Yeah, because he changed, yeah. Because he's got no consistency. It changes. He's got a hair trigger finger. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's the thing. You've got to build some sort of continuum. Yeah, with, with no stability, there's no way you can stay. There's, there is none. Yeah. It, it, and it's like, he said, well, we can't do what we did last year. We can't do what we did the year before. But if you keep changing your team, that's going to happen to you every year. Yeah, and, and, and you can't keep... Waiting until the last day of the season before you're, you're yeah. You know what? You know if you finish 17th, if you finish, no, you're right, you're right. If you finish 17th and you barely, barely stay up, yeah, you know, exactly. then there's no hope, you know. And yeah. all the club and the clubs that, that that generally get relegated are the ones that that have, you know, they fire their coaches three times in a year, you know, and, that's and they exactly. bring back the guys, yeah, bring back the guys that's, back up. That's what Preziosi did last yeah. year. Now, I'm going to say this. I root for Genoa to stay up because Genoa is Genoa. Yeah. Okay. But I, I just don't like what they're doing. And it's nothing new because Preziosi has done this for you. No, of course. Of course he has. Well, Gene, it's, it's, it's looking like we're, we're getting up on our hour mark. So I think uh, we, we, we should uh, we'll definitely record, we'll record again next week. Okay. Uh, should have more information about the about the the, yeah. the upcoming yeah. season and last minute preparations and stuff, and then we'll you know yeah. then we can start talking about games too. So I'll say this this week, okay, after the game against Argentina on Wednesday, there's not much happening because Thursday's the holiday. It's the assumption. It's the Paragosto. Everything closes. Everybody's away at the beach, but um. Or most everybody, not myself. But uh, <laughs> come on, Gene, you've got a beach body there. 
I saw well, those pictures of you. You've lost a lot of weight, my friend. You, you're you're looking great. Yeah. That's just the song. That's not, <laughs> I mean, I wish it were. You, but you got that camouflage. You got that 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 camouflage Napoli. Uh, I like that. Huh? I, mean, I love that. That's I awesome. that that's, a, that's amazing. The baldest flat profile picture. If you can put that up for me on the baldest flat profile. I will. I'll put it up. I, Absolutely. I, I, that's that works for me. <laughs> Okay, I'll okay. do that today. Uh, that today. Nobody, nobody's seen that, but on the back of that is Iguain with a number nine. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, there it you goes. Tell what I think of the kid. Well, you know what? Uh, it, just just the last minute thing. Uh, go to theballisflat.info. Uh, yeah, that's our website. Gene and I yeah. are, are writing. Uh, uh, it's four or five times a week. It's a really good. Uh, go to our Facebook profile. Just. Uh, uh, page. Uh, I do it every day, you know. I, I, I mean, I wrote something for the for the site yesterday. Yeah, no, no. I and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, go, go to our Facebook uh, page. That's where we have a really good. We got like yes. 100 members, and every I, and it's I, a crazy, I, a bunch of crazy. With Massimo and with Rafael and yeah, no, they, yeah, they're 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 a bunch of great a great uh, a great group. You want to talk about uh, any of the leagues in Europe? That, that's where you go to. Uh, Facebook.com uh, underscore. Uh, just search for the ball is flat. It's okay. no, I group. Yeah. Trust me. Uh, I just want our fans and uh, like I said, hey TBIF guys, pay attention to the podcast, pay attention to the website because there's always good stuff coming out. Of it. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's it for today. It, 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 it,